The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Cool. Uh, I think I am ready. We're going to figure out how to work with this. Um, yeah. Any uh, questions before we get started? Uh, did you decide if this is going to be a two-part episode or not? Um... Let's pretend like it is, and then future me will determine if that's actually the case. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Andrew himself, and with me here, staring at a Yu-Gi-Oh poster. Um, do not own any Yu-Gi-Oh posters, but <laughs> it's me, Eli, the, uh, the champion of the Not A Scratch Pokemon League. Go, go, join the Discord so you can challenge it. So surprise, Eli's not waiting as long as we thought, although you guys might be. And I say this only because I don't know if that's going to be the case. Um, so welcome back to part two of this special episode already in progress as we continue the journey of Bruce, the Typhlosion, the vigilante hero of Briny Breeze Island, who kind of just shows up whenever they feel like it. Um, it's up to you if you want to do this or not. Would you like to give a summary of the previous episode or what you remember at least of it? Or would you like me to do so? Um... I can try. All right, go for so, it. Uh, so we started out, we zoomed in on the Briny Breeze Island. We uh, zoomed in on a perhaps previously unknown volcano that's at the back of the island. And we went into a cave which had a lot of odd technology that was not gone into at all. And <laughs> we found this Typhlosion and... His uh, butler, I suppose, who was a Drampa, and Typhlosion was going through a videotape of a certain trial and could not find anything useful from it, so he decided to go out into town and search for clues, and on his way there, found some tracks and heard some noises and followed a group of Rattata to a hut and then heard about some sinister plan to get rich. And so he went into town and met with Rage at the dump yard. And then Rage said, hey, go to the library and find some newspaper. So we did that. And then we found a newspaper, talked about this big uh, raid that the police and the guild members did on a bunch of criminal organizations and confiscated a bunch of goods. And so, yeah, we went to the police and told them about it. Hey, probably gonna be some uh, attack on those goods. And then we went to the guilds and sent some guild members over there. Yeah, that's, there we uh, well, well said. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I don't wanna, uh, I don't wanna boast you those you build up your ego or bring down my <laughs> players but uh best uh best summary i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> um that's great uh i don't think there's anything particularly important that we've missed out on again uh if you haven't already for some odd reason uh check out the first part of the episode um if there is a first part otherwise you're listening to this immediately afterwards and this is just a funny joke that we're making um <laughs> So without further ado, I think, uh, unless you have anything that you all of a sudden thought about, uh, we can uh, begin. You good? Yeah. All right. So let us dive on in. The 
This is where the music is inserted as we get ready for the battle of all battles. The guild and the police guarding themselves up against what might be the greatest attack against their mankind or whatever I'm saying here. Insert loud voice here as we get set for the final battle. Um, so you are currently at the guild, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Great. Uh, you are here at the guild. Um, let me note this down here. Um, you are here at the guild with Carlos Costa the Caracosta, Rage the Gyarados, and Duo the Ambipom here on Briny Breeze Island um, at the Boulder Stars Guild. Now, uh, everyone is getting prepared. I think they're, they've we've got one person at the front entrance, one person on the roof, uh, one person like inside where the goods are. They haven't told you where they are. Mm -hmm. but uh, Carlos Costa has decided to guard themselves. It's up to you what you want to do. Uh, just one thing. Can it be Rage on the roof trying to like hide the fact that he's a Gyarados on the roof of the guild? <laughs> so, so we have we have Rage on the roof, but the roof has like, you know, walls and stuff. So Rage is like slunk down, basically just like covering half the roof just by like twisting themselves around <laughs> like a snake. Um, yes. It's like, uh, shoot, what's the, uh, what's the classic, like, Nokia game where you have the snake, like, is it? Uh, oh, uh, I think it's just called Snake. The one where you have to, like, wrap around the screen without yeah. overlapping with yourself? Right. I think, yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, there's apparently Blockade. It's a two-player game. Okay, yeah, I think it's just Snake. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we have Gyarados just looking like, you know, a will, like a professional snake, snake player, where it's just like, you know, looping back and forth, just waiting until a noise is made or somebody does an aerial attack. Uh, so Rage is on the roof, Ambipom duo, the Ambipom is guarding the door, Carlos is somewhere inside the guild, of which you're not 100% sure where, but presumably like in front of the door, or behind it, who knows. Um, I guess I'm just gonna be near the back entrance. So I'm assuming they wouldn't try to storm the guild from the front. Okay, uh, I, as far as I've... In my head, I don't think there was a back entrance. Oh. Unless you want to count, like, windows and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Wondering where they would try to get in from then. Is there any kind of side entrance? No, there's only... Excluding windows, of which there are, you know, a half dozen, at least on this bottom floor alone... The only entrance in is the front door. Oh. Okay. Then... And and the roof, I guess, if you were to hop on the roof and get through the door. Yeah. I guess I'm gonna watch as many windows as I can. Okay, since... cool. Uh, which floor are you on? I don't... The, the, the number of floors changes constantly, but I'm going to say that there are... Uh, what we're gonna say today, because... <laughs> Today, the rules are this. There is the ground floor. There is a second floor um, of stuff, I guess. There is a third floor, which is, which is residential. And then there is the roof. Okay. I guess I'll be on the second floor with the stuff. Cool. That way okay. I can get down to the first floor quickly if I need to. Gotcha. All right. Um... Yeah, when I say stuff, I mean, like, these are, like, a bunch of documents and all that sort of stuff. Basically, anything that doesn't fit on the ground floor where there's, like, a cafeteria and, um... Yeah. Like, medicine bay and stuff like that. Or, yeah, that's where um, I can have, like... Yeah. I can have a decent lookout spot while still being able to quickly access basically anywhere I need to. Sure. Okay. Um, so in this hallway this hallway i guess in this second floor i guess um so the way i see it is almost like um there's some what's the best way to describe this there's some like college buildings that have the stairs almost like in the center and then the doors are all like surrounding it do you know yep. what i mean yeah um, i'm actually in one of those <laughs> <laughs> perfect uh so the, the the way that i see it is almost like there's a window on each side so there's a north window a south window an east window and a west window um Instead of actually assigning cardinal directions, because that requires me to think too much, I will say there is one looking out the front, where the front door would be. There's one looking out the back. There's one looking out each of the sides. Um, both of the side, the ones that are looking at the back, uh, 
looks back into the forest, I think. Uh, and then each of the side ones are like in a weird, like you can see the the edges of a building. It's almost like if the buildings in in New York or something were spread apart. Mm. Uh, and then there's a forest behind you, which obviously wouldn't make sense in New York, but uh, <laughs> you know that sort of gist. Um, which side are you looking at? Well, considering if the you have forest one. is in the back, I think I'm going to be looking at the back. Gotcha. Um, cool. Uh, the time right now, by the way, is midnight because since we don't know what time it is necessarily that things are going to happen, uh, everyone has decided, you know what, we're just going to stay up and if need be, we'll switch out or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's uh, a good point, is that I, I didn't mention it before, but when you said, when you had the Rattata talking about the plan, uh, you had them stutter between today and tomorrow. So right. makes sense that it would be an overnight jab. Yeah, potentially. Um, cool. So uh, midnight is here again. Again, the the way that the the numbers line up, um, you're an extra person effectively. So if anyone needs to take a break or just take a nap or something, then you could just fill it in their spot, right? Yeah. All right. Cool beans. Time to begin. We'll see what happens here. <laughs> um, I need you to roll me. Uh, what would work best here? I need you to roll me a perception roll. Oh, that's not good. Five plus two is seven. Gotcha. Um, I also need you to roll me a d20. Just whatever number shows up. Flat d20. Two. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that okay um the hours tick by um as they tick by uh yeah that's cool all right uh the hours start to tick by it's if as soon as midnight starts everyone is on guard um there is a do i do this sure uh walkie talkies exist or something similar to that sort of thing uh we'll say i feel like bruce would have brought something like that along yeah, exactly. Um, so you have contact not only with uh, the others in the guild, but you also have contact with a few people at the police force. So you can hear if things are happening. Okay. Um, so time is ticking off and things are going you know, relatively calm. So it looks like nothing is really happening you know, as the hours tick by. Um, suddenly you hear a noise on the walkie-talkie. Okay. Uh at first, of course, it's like, oh my gosh, what is it? Uh, and you just hear, um, who am I going to have to talk back? Where is it? Uh, we'll say uh, Chief, the Chief. Um, uh, Ch- uh, Chief Jim Pryor here uh, just responds back, all right, there's, a, there's nothing happening right now. Any action on your end? No, nothing yet. All right. Well, we've got a, we've got a long wait ahead of us to hear and just kind of like puts down the, the phone for a second or puts it like a little bit still holding on to it but like farther away you hear the chief go like hey Fred anything? Fred's got nothing either hmm you're positive it was today right? I mean they said tomorrow but that was they yesterday. also said like yeah they also said uh, something like we're ready to go whenever Something like that. Hmm. So it well, sounded we'll like a... it was supposed to be imminent. Yeah, we'll keep a, we'll keep an eye out. Suddenly, you hear a a noise. Uh, I don't know, like not a siren, but like you know, like a a notification noise. I guess I don't know whatever that would be. Um, it's uh, on their end, and you see the uh, you, well, you don't you hear the chief kind of like. Was still holding on to the walkie-talkie and still you know, talking to you by pressing that button. Um, you can tell that the chief walks over to whatever that noise is, looks at it, um, and responds back. I don't know if this is as much of a concern, but it seems like there's some some action. Our crime alert has declared some sort of action at the beach. Hmm. What could be going on at the beach? It could That's be good. a diversion. Right, but... We've got to send somebody, at least. I guess I'll go take care of this one. Hopefully okay. nothing happens. Yeah, sure. 
Um, we should have enough people to take care of these places. Mm-hmm. I'll get back as uh, soon as I can. All right. Uh, everyone else, of course, is listening to this on their own walkie-talkie, so you hear a couple of confirmations from a few people across. Um, so you head to the beach, if I'm not mistaken. I do. All right. Uh, heading to the beach, I am going to ask you to roll for me stealth. There we go. 17 plus 2 is 19. All right. So you without... Sorry about that. You without uh, any um, any noise, any you know, any action or anything, sneak out of, of, of course, after informing everybody, sneak out of the guild and head to the beach. Uh, as you head down there, just generally speaking, what are your thoughts? What do you think this is? Well, I'm pretty sure this is a diversion, but like they said, somebody has to take care of it. So, <laughs> might as well be me since I was kind of an extra person, anyways. All right, cool. Um, so, as as these thoughts are going through your head, you're walking down to the beach, and you actually do see something. You see a Pokemon, unclear what it is because they're going so fast, running away from another Pokemon who is attempting to chase them with very little luck. I guess I'll chase after them. Cool. I think uh, that's going to be an athletics roll. That is. And that's another dirty 20. A dirty 20. You very quickly catch up to the slower oh, of the Pokemon. My mistake. That would be a 21. 21. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, you, you very quickly... Uh, slightly quicker than with a dirty 20. Uh, you very quickly catch up to the Pokemon that is slower, um, and you see this as a Bidoof. Interesting. Uh, the Bidoof, trying their hardest to catch up to some mysterious figure, uh, just turns to you. Um, would the common folk know who you are? Hmm. I'm gonna go with... Not unless something has happened to them in the past. Okay. Um, Alright. It's, it's, it's a fun noise for this dinging thing, but I also don't want to keep that happy. Um, Alright, so I just rolled. Uh, nothing has happened to this particular Pokemon. So this Pokemon just sees you as a kind person coming to help. Uh, presumably. And yeah. is like, they, they, they took my special item! Just, just like, just <laughs> sputtering. Okay. I guess I'll go after the next guy okay uh you don't need to roll another one uh the stuff will yeah. come for both so you start zooming past uh you're running down the beach um make a make a perception check here nat 20 nat 20 um okay Ooh. okay all right well <laughs> we'll see what happens um you're 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 first off your speed in it you're running past this uh do running towards that mysterious figure uh in the distance um and then it hits you you slowly start to realize where you're where you're going you're running around the island if i, no, I mean not nearly to that extreme but you're like running around the island and very much away from everything in the yeah. distance uh, in the distance you you close your eyes like the squinting at it trying to see what that figure is and it you don't pause necessarily, but mentally you take a pause as you realize that the Pokemon that is stealing the item is another Bidoof. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm hightailing it back to the guild. So you just pause and just turn around? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, great. You you just, like, feet slam straight. It's almost like a cartoon mm -hmm. where you just hear, like, that like screeching sound. Yeah. Pause, turn around, run back. Um... The other Bidoof, uh, the the Bidoof that was like, oh no, they got my stuff, um, still running uh, past, like running in that direction, sees you running backwards, um, and you just hear that that Bidoof go, uh, basically like, he's on the move, he's on the move, go go go. Yeah, uh, surprise, surprise, it was a diversion. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was even more suspicious when they said he stole my special item. <laughs> but I'm like, well, I mean, I it can't hurt early. anything too much to spring the trap, so. I rolled pretty poor. I was like, I, I was rolling on my end to be like, you know, how, how good is this? 
well, like a, I don't even remember, it was like a six or something. So I'm like, he stole my thing, help. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, we've already established by me failing most of my smart rolls that I'm not exactly smart, so it takes me a little while to pick up on things like that. <laughs> um, but yes, you, you, you start hightailing it back. The Bidoof and the other Bidoof in the distance turn around and start chasing after you. Uh, okay. But your athletics roll, again, from carrying over, uh, well outpaces them. Um, <laughs> and so now you're running back to the city. Uh, are you heading to the guild or the police station? Um, let's see. One quick, just to, just for funsies, can I throw a rock slide at them as I'm going? At the Bidoof like, behind you? Yeah. Um, or like, as I'm passing the first Bidoof, can I throw a rock slide at him? Sure, we can attempt... Okay, so here's what I yeah. will do. Um, you and I will roll effectively initiative against each other, but only for this turn. So that'll be a D-speed, which is where we're going to need that random number generator. Yep. I need to pull up this here. Well... I don't think it's going to matter, because I got a three. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, so so my nine beats your three. So in this case, um, Bidoof is actually going to take an action before you, if you want to still... Uh, yeah, I, still I think wanna... I'm just going to abandon that. <laughs> okay. I, I was just thinking it might be fun to just sort of throw a rock slide <laughs> behind me and then kind of like slow them down a bit. Uh, you can still do so. I mean, uh, after Bidoof effectively takes like an attack of opportunity. Yeah, nah. No? All right. Uh, and that, all good. Um, so don't do that. Uh, of course, they are and... eventually going to catch up. Uh, but yeah. you are zooming past again. Uh, you're now at this crossroads between the police station and the guild. Where are you? Uh, since it was meant for the police, I think I'm going to go to the police station first. All right. You head to the police station. Um, police station is currently uh, right right outside. You see Boom the Care Blast just waiting in front of the police station. Presumably everybody else is either inside or in a different entrance. Uh, Boom sees you rushing past. Uh, and I think you've met Boom maybe once or twice. And they recognize you. At least I don't think you've had any main interaction with them. Yeah, uh, probably. So, uh, Boom the Care Blast uh, is like, uh, oh, oh, hey, um, What's up? Did you did you did you get that g- case done on the the beach? Yeah, it was just a diversion. Just a, a diversion. To, yeah, it was just supposed to get someone away from somewhere. Just trying to slow us down, get us a get us split up. Oh, um, oh boy, um, uh, okay. Uh, lucky you were able to f- figure it out in time. Um. And you see Boom, like, look inside. Everything seems calm inside the police station, as you can, like, peek over Boom's head. Um, uh, it, it's all good here, I guess. Uh, maybe they were ex- expecting more of us to g- go. Maybe. I guess I'm gonna... If everything looks fine here, I guess I'm gonna go check on the guild. Uh, then you hear a very, uh, very, very loud and not at all secretive Boom in the back. Ah, Fun. Let the fun begin. Uh, the Carablast, the uh, boom, the Carablast is like, oh, oh boy, I hate when my namesake is used. Uh, <laughs> um, and boom, kind of like gestures for you to go. It's like, in case they come over here, I'll, I'll, I'll stay guard here. If you want to head to the back. Yeah, I'll go to the back. Uh, you head to the back, where um, we'll say the chief's in the back. Um. Chief's in the back, and you see back there. Um, oh, this will be ironic. Uh, you see back in in the back of the police office. You see four centric. <laughs> wow. Uh, all basically ganging up on the chief. They're just trying to like scratch them, scratch a chief at the same time. Uh, and it, it, this is a difficult fight that the chief is winning right now. Okay. Um. So you, you see that basically all four centred have used Furious Wipes at the same time. And the chief oh. is out here like dodging all of them. Or as many as they can. Getting nicks, nicks every here and there. but And then responding right back with like a flamethrower. Okay. So 
I guess he probably doesn't need my help then with this. Um, as you see the back door open of the police station and coming out is uh, is shield the sh- uh, shield on. Uh, I know, great name. Um, <laughs> rushing out there as well to assist. Uh, and funnily enough, uh, shield is the only member of the Boulder Stars that I never wrote down a voice for, presumably because they never spoke. Yeah, I don't think so, you ever had Shield speak. Yeah, so um, so Shield is about to be uh, get their canon voice from a special episode. <laughs> uh, nice. So Shield is going to rush past you, and um, I think Shield, just based on how I think of Shieldon and Bastiodon, are one of those Pokemon that's like short words, simple words, get to the point of the like thing, right? Give yeah. I me. Mean? Sounds good. Shieldon is not the person to go out there and give a speech, right? Shieldon's just like, we go, we fight, goodbye. Like, um, so Shieldon, uh, rushing past you, uh, just says to you, um, guild attack. They're just, guild attack. Okay. Run fast. Going to the guild, then. Awesome. So as Shieldon, uh, rushes back, rushes past, you see Shieldon go for, like, an iron defense and just basically slam it in between the centret and the uh um and and uh and the pyroar Um, so you just see basically effectively like shield on throws a mental like defense wall and all the centrets are now trying to scratch through this uh this wall through fury swipes Um, yeah this uh this steel rock wall that's just used iron defense Uh, i'm sure that's gonna go great for them (laughs) um and you start rushing to the guild uh as you head to the guild, you see, uh, sure enough, a bunch of Pokemon. The ones you've been looking for. There's a bunch of Rattatas. Ooh. Fine. Now, uh, all of these Rattatas. Now, you thought, oh, uh, how simple of you to think that they wouldn't try to go through the front door. <laughs> when, there uh... is, <laughs> when there is one door and only one door available, we use that door. They decided as they charge in through the front door. Um, so, okay. is it time Ambipom is right now. So, Ambipom is right now uh, fighting off these Rattata. You have uh, as Ambipom like gestures to you inside. Okay. It is I your guess option it's if not you want time. to assist. Well, that's your defense. It, it's your option if you want to assist out here or go inside. Well, since Duo just sent me inside, I guess I'll go inside. But okay. I um, would. You know what? Mm-hmm. I've been dying to throw an eruption out on one of these hordes of four. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Um. So. Okay. So here is what I will say. Um, if you want to use eruption, you're gonna have to roll initiative. What we'll do is because in about ten minutes, max game time. You're going to either roll initiative out here or in there. I think that's pretty safe to say. So yeah. uh, we can carry over your initiative if need be. Um, okay. So officially roll for initiative so, here. Got uh, it. I roll for the other folks. I got a 16. So A 16. Um, all right. That's perfect. Um, yeah. So you, you are luckily enough at the top of the initiative order. Um, out here at least. Yeah. And I have a wild guess of what you're going to try attempt to do. Yeah, well, can we say that Eruption's going to hit all four of them? Yeah, sure, we'll fudge the rules, who cares? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's a... Uh, I don't know how Eruption actually works. I presume Eruption it, in the games would work. No, it's, it's Lava Plume that hits everybody. Uh, Eruption's just a single target. All right, here's but, what we can do. We can um, we'll roll the damage and split it evenly amongst everyone. How's that? Okay. Sure, sounds good. Cool. Uh, for folks at home, uh, eruption is a slightly powerful move. Um, <laughs> just a little. Just a little. Um, and I, I rolled an 18 for accuracy. So that is going to hit uh, with an accuracy roll of six. Um, the power of this move is 15. Now that might not mean anyone to anything to anyone out there, but the damage dice for this is 4d10 plus 20. Now, of course, that is at. Um, it's, yeah. it, the move is stronger when the plus, HP is higher and the, it goes down as you, yeah. your health goes down. Plus my 20 special attack. So plus that. So. 8, 7, 1, 
eight. That's 24 so, plus 20. That's 44 on the damage side. Plus uh, tw another 20. So that's 64 damage. That is Minus being split their apart. special defense. Yeah. Um, 64 damage, I said, correct? Yep. Um, so. So uh, while you do not knock everyone out, you do a chunk of damage to everyone here. Yeah. 16 uh, damage to, well, 16 damage minus their special defense to everybody. Yeah, something like that. So, a yeah. uh, huge chunk of damage done to everybody. And then I think I'm going to go inside. Great. Uh, this makes the fight significantly easier for Ambibomb, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I, that was the goal. <laughs> so, Ambibomb is just like, with one of their uh, hands gives a salute, and then immediately focus punches one of these uh, Rattatas. <laughs> nice. It's like, thanks a lot, clock. Um, <laughs> Alright, now for you. Uh, you enter inside. Uh, and luckily for you, since the distraction did not take too long, uh, you are able to see the boss, who has just entered in, seemingly uh, using the other Rattata as a distraction. The boss here is an Alolan Radicate. That's what I was hoping for! <laughs> yes! Uh, the Alolan Radicate turns around and looks at you and just narrows their eyes. So, Bruce. How do you know me? Uh, we've dabbled in a couple of business affairs that uh, you've shown up in the scene for, but this is no ordinary game anymore. You're facing against the big guns. <laughs> sure. If you want to call yourself that. I will get my items back. Sure you will. Have fun trying. Well, I guess it's time for this. Um, and we're going to roll initiative, I say, even though you've already rolled initiative. Um, now, uh, I have rolled my initiative. That is a 12. I believe yours is higher. Yes. Mine Correct. was a 16. Correct. Just for fun, I rolled again and got a 19. So. <laughs> uh, cool. We're going to keep the 16 just in case speed really things occur. However, I don't know if they will. Mm. Um, so, on your go. Yeah, it's your move. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I think I'm going to start with a Fury Swipes. So I get a chance at rolling a d4. And I got a 13. So, accuracy of 10. Let's roll this d4. Got a 3. So, this will be 1d6 plus 3, 4 times then. Let's see, I've changed the rules for Fury Swipes so many times. Uh, it's oh. fairly... Um, let's see, what is, what is Fury Swipes? Let me look at this again. Fury Swipes. How do I have this worded? Uh, roll d4 plus 1. This is how many chances you have. Roll accuracy for each chance for each hit apply oh, damage. Okay. Um, don't even do that because I, I think that I don't like that anyway. So on the five chances you have, roll accuracy for each of the five. Oh, you okay. Me? And then we'll do that. So. Oh, so it's different from what's on the sheet then. Yeah, this is one of those things that I need to update, but uh, okay. that's how we're going to word it this time. So, oh, so I've got two hits that far. Three hits. That was a 16 and a 15. Cool. You got to beat a 10, so. Yep. 12. All right, that's four hits. And three. All right, so, so four hits. The same uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so four hits of D6 plus three. Yep. So you're going to roll basically four D6 plus 12. I think that's Five. Six. Seven. Four. Four. Ooh, those are some high rolls there. Um, so, so, five, six, four, four. 19 um, plus 12 plus 28 for my attack. Okay. Uh, that minus the defense I've got here is a huge amount of damage there. <laughs> Let's see. It is gigantic. Um, now, I can't give you any specifics, but needless to say big damage um so you just start scratching uh fury swiping this uh radicate who is not able to handle it 
are only able to dodge the very last one just because you overshot where you thought uh, Eradicate would be. Like, you didn't realize you did this much damage to the point where Eradicate is moving slower now. Um, ah. And Fun. Eradicate, uh, after a bit of a pause, just looks back at you. Oh, so that's how you want to play it. Um, and then disappears into the ground. Oh, they're using dig. I thought about giving my Bruce Earthquake, but I went with Rock Slide instead. Uh-oh. Had you had done Earthquake, that would have been the biggest brain play, considering all of this was made up during this time. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool, but unfortunate. Um, is there anything I can do? Well... Your move. As a reminder, um, you have the opportunity to do an IQ squill or what, what am I missing? Uh, Ooh. With you have the my... opportunity to do an ability or IQ, in your case, ability doesn't matter, but IQ skill. With my curve band, could I throw an item and bounce it into the hole? Uh, remind me how the curve band is worded. It just says when held. Items thrown can bounce off walls. Yeah, uh, if you're aiming inside the hole, it would effectively like bounce through the hole off the walls of the hole. Yeah, I will love that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. In that case, I'm gonna throw a platinum spike into the hole, which with uh, power pitcher, the IQ skill, thrown items deal 1.5 times damage. And I don't know if there's an accuracy check. Uh, there is, uh, not written there, but um, d- does it? Uh, does the platinum spike specify a, a check on it? Uh, it does not. I don't think. Let me check. It would be the. the it'd be in the uh, description of the item. Yeah. Let me find it here real quick. Uh, it doesn't look like it does. Uh, I'm looking at my item sheet here. Yeah, no. Uh, it just says throw an item line. does D8 plus 8 damage straight line. Yep, okay. Uh, so in that case, since it's a not specific throwing item, it'll be uh, roll a D20 and you have to beat a 5. Got a 19. A 19. So uh, go so. ahead and roll that damage. D8 plus 8, and then we'll do the 1.5 times after that, I'm guessing? Correct. Well, we got a 4. Alright, so, so that's... That'll be 18 damage. Yeah, 12, 18, yep. Um, so you t- you, uh, you throw this spike in there. Um, I'm actually surprised that this is actually implemented, because I'm thinking to myself, like, we rarely throw items in-game. Uh, this seems to work perfectly, yeah. Um, so despite the fact that uh, normally the spike would just hit the wall at the bottom, your curve band allows it to just bounce off it. Uh, so you throw that spike downwards. Uh, go ahead and uh, throw a spike. So in other words, uh, decrease your inventory. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's what I'm um, doing now. You throw that spike down there. It starts bouncing around the walls. And you just hear, like, after a couple seconds, Ow! <laughs> nice. I can't actually yell uh, where I am right now, but presumably this is a very loud, very gruff ow. Um, but that is your turn, and the Raticate yeah. is not down. It's knocked out? It, it's not knocked out. It's not knocked oh, out. Not right. knocked out. It's okay. not down yet. Um, not down. So okay. now uh, it is time for this, which you have correctly assumed to be a dig, to go. Now, you know... Did the dig miss, or did it? No, really. It, it, it's 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 great for the players, but it really sucks sometimes to have DM cursing dice. Like like being a DM. <laughs> I'm not going on a little soapbox here. Being a DM has a lot of responsibility. Everyone listening, um, there's there's so much that's involved, like story building and all that sort of stuff. And if you're a good DM, you have to do that in advance, which is even worse. But <laughs> it, it's like it's like it's bad enough that you have a story in place. But when the dice don't like you, you have the DM negative. Like, it's like a it's like a modifier. 
right? It's a negative modifier on DM rolling dice. And <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you're like, bro, really though? Like, really though? Anyway, this dig misses. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, so uh, I'm going to say because it fits perfectly. Um, the throwing of the spike disrupts the Raticate's plan. So the Raticate, uh, like most, the way that I see dig working is almost like I dig down. I know where you are just through like vibrations of your movement. And so I dig back up. But the spike Ooh. like mess that up in a way. And so the Raticate oh. just pops out like a good six feet behind where you are. <laughs> Yeah, because the uh, each time the spike bounces off the wall, it makes a vibration. Exactly. And so, so now, if I'm motionless after throwing the spike, there we go. Exactly. So that spike just starts bouncing off the walls. Uh, then it, it'll be in front of you in that case. So the radicate pops out a couple feet in front of you, thinking that you've moved forward when you haven't. Uh, there we go. Perfect. And so radicate pops out in front of you. Is like you know. A good like stretch away, and oh. it's just like, well, that hey, wasn't expected. Can it pop up right in front of me? Sure, we'll say it pops up like right in front. Like if you stretch out re- like with your hands. Uh, like if I to, like, stretch out with a brick break. Uh sure. Like you stretch out with a brick break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the radicate just pops out in front of you. Oh, this was not what I expected. Um, and yeah, the brick ahead. break was a twelve. Great. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. You don't need to roll anything. Yeah, that's a quad effective move. It's a quad effective move, and this Raticate has exactly one health point right now. So <laughs> Overkill, um, question mark. Um, a little bit. Uh, if Do, do you want to roll just to see how much you would get? Yes. All right, 2d8 go for it. 8 plus 10. 4. 8. So it'll be 22 plus 28. Uh, sorry, so you said 22 plus 28, that's 50. Um, minus the defense I have here. Um, I'll say this out loud because this eradicate's done. Uh, 50 minus 19 is 31. Um, and then quad effective moves do 2.5. Sorry, oh. 2.5 times damage. So it's not as big, but it still is a 77. We round down. So 77 damage on a Pokemon that has one health point left. Nice. <laughs> um, so you you just barely are able to finish them off. Yes. Um, How much health did he have originally? Uh, 59. Okay. So this would so have knocked I could have ended well. the battle with a single Brick Break. <laughs> but yeah. um, I forgot that Brick Break was quite effective, and I wanted to use Berry Swipes, so <laughs> it worked out. Um, I got to sure implement enough. a bunch of extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, sure enough, you just bonk the Raticate on top of the head, and Raticate falls down. Um, you win the battle! Yay! Uh, sure enough, you hear outside, uh, it seems like Duo has finished off those Rattatas. Off your walkie-talkie, you hear that the Sentret that attacked the police station had uh, fallen down. And on top of that, seems like a couple of Bidoof, uh, there was a, there was a, a foursome of Bidoofs that were trying that were playing rock paper scissors in between trying to figure out where they were heading and boom the carablast noticed this and just arrested them there and then nice uh, so uh that is that though congratulations you have found the ringleader presumably of this desk yay we did it yay it was exactly who i hoped it would be <laughs> i'm very glad to see that this mental connection is working uh but yes um so now here's my question. Now that the task is over, it's about four thirty-five in the morning. What do you do now? Oh well, now I go back to my cave <laughs> and check the crime computer to see if anything else has happened. Awesome. Uh, so with a couple of goodbyes, thank yous, all jolly good uh, nods of the caps to everybody there, and uh, a good job by the police chief who has come by to pick up these guys. Um, you head back to your secret lair under the volcano. Um, as you return in, Alfred the Drampa has finished dusting everything up, of which you immediately mess up as soon as you walk inside with all the <laughs> dirt from the forest. Um, and uh, Alfred just goes, uh, Oh, hello, Master Bruce. Uh, sounds like good news. Yeah, we got him. 
It was a good fight, though. Oh, good job. Almost took damage. Oh, very impressive. (laughs) (laughs) I must say. Um, Very well. Uh, So, is this finally time for you to take a rest? Yeah, for a little bit. Till the next crime happens. Good, good, good. Um, by by the way, there was something that uh, I, I noticed when when cleaning the 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 desk. Yes. Well, come over here, uh, and leads you over to the the video file. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you say you you just was sit there, there and a, a lowland radicate in the audience of the trial? No, no, no. It's not that. It's just. Well, I don't. I don't. Mm, I'm not sure if you're gonna like what I'm about to say, Master Bruce. What is it? Well, there seems to be a a cut in the video. <sighs> and, of course, there and, was. And, uh, well, that, that's not that's not the entire thing. You see, it's only for a brief moment. Uh, maybe it was a glitch or something. But afterwards, um, in in the corner of the screen, there seems to be a feather. Feather. Uh, and sure enough, as Alfred pointed out, you see clear as day. There's some sort of like feather that's uh, on the like on a different table that was not there on the previous uh, like prior to the cut. Which now that you've seen that feather, you can see where that cut is. It's like infinitesimal, uh, you know, barely like half a second. But you can clearly tell like a feather just magically appear basically on the camera. Hmm. Well, now. Can we tell the color of the feather? Uh, no. And the combination of poor video quality and the fact that it's uh, dark, not able to see everything clearly. Mm. Well, seems there's either another case to solve or the case we just closed may not actually be closed. Uh, you see <laughs> Alfred the, the Drampa just kind of like slink like a slink down or get you know slouch a bit more and it's just like well master bruce i'll prepare the entryway and <laughs> that is where we will end this episode on a not really cliffhanger cliffhanger of your job never being done <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds um, about right <laughs> so you solved the case kind of <laughs> man now i gotta win another special episode to figure this out <laughs> maybe um or maybe the, I I kind of like not gonna lie I kind of like the idea of just having this case continue over and over and over again with like thirty different people joining in at some point and just being oh, like okay. can we solve this case <laughs> no oh gosh no <laughs> um, that would be um, cool actually. we'll see if yeah, that's the case we'll see if that's the case though Eli thank you very much for joining me here uh, congrats again for your your giveaway victory that is paid off you know a year late <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite almost <laughs> uh i hope this was fun um, oh yeah it was a blast thanks great. for having me yeah thank you very much um i'll throw it out there in case there's anything uh do you have anything you would like to promote in one way or uh, another just the not a scratch pokemon league that yeah, we are always looking for people to challenge us got an elite four and a champion just gotta make a team there's a couple rules that we added just to make it more fair so yeah 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 would highly recommend uh this is a thing that's actually out of my control for better or for worse actually probably for better if i control this would be even more on my plate um yeah but uh but yeah all you have to do is join the discord and check out the not a scratch pokemon league if you're interested in you know battling a couple of the members uh, of the Not a Scratch Discord, or just want to hang out, do all that sort of stuff. Again, all of this is probably mentioned in that midsection. But um, yeah, great. Thank you again, Eli, for uh, joining. Yeah, thank you um, again for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Been a blast. Um, <laughs> glad to hear it. Uh, so, for everyone out there, thank you for listening to this special episode. As a reminder, everything in here is canon. Uh, where it fits on the timeline. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll find it. We'll figure that out. Um, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. Hope that you have enjoyed. I have been your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself. Oh. Are you waiting for an? I'm Eli. I'm waiting, yeah, I'm waiting for an, an oh. Eli. <laughs>
And I've been Eli playing Great. Bruce the Peflosian. <laughs> Great. Um, and uh, until next time, everyone, uh, the story's just going to keep going and going and going and going and going and take care again. Going and going and going. Hello, this is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not a Scratch, and thank you very much for listening to this second part of our special episode. As always, episodes come out weekly, so be sure to follow, subscribe, and do all those important things you ought to do when supporting a podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way to do so is to share us with your friends. A very quick announcement that I'll throw in here next week, the ARC 5 trailer, and then ARC 5 begins. So, this is the premiere, proper, ideal time that you want to support the show by spreading us to as many people as you can. With a new ARC comes a new season full of adventure, chaos, and just a lot of chaos. So, really, uh, promoting the chaos would be very appreciative. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform. Reviews help to bring new people in our, into our community. My apologies there. You can come in, come, you know, just hang out. Also, give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. Because, as you can tell, I can clearly improve on my speaking abilities as I can't get through this midsection at the end. You can also follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us as well at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com if you have any cool ideas to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us. We also have a Discord for NotAScratch and have a bunch of amazing, awesome, wonderful people that have joined. You can join to help build the NotAScratch community. It's a great squad full of folks, fans of Pokemon and TTRPGs and everything in between. So go ahead and join. Link in the description down below. We've also got a website. You can check that out at www.notascratchcast.com. Website has access to all of our episodes, our merch page, which has a bunch of amazing items, an art page where we com post commissioned and fan art. By the way, if you send us your fan art, you might be able to see it on the website, if you, of course, with your permission. And it's got a little blog sort of thing that we update semi-frequently with new advancements and interesting topics. Not just about the show, of course, but about the system itself, which a lot of people have been clamoring for. So, check that out if you haven't already. Our website and merch always update over time, so stay tuned. We want to thank Glitchx City for the songs Kirby's Dreamland, the Lo-Fi Remix, and the Team Rocket Battle Remix version 2, and all of the rest of the music in this episode was obtained through Humble Bundle. We also want to shout out our patrons. We at Not A Scratch have a Patreon where you can get amazing extra benefits regarding the show and its future, including early access to episodes, special behind-the-scenes looks of what goes into the game, special newscasts from the Outcast region, and more. That's right, there's more. You'll also be recognized during the show right here and right now. Thank you to our guild interns Ginny, Ursa93, and Damon Liger, our guildmaster Eli, who was in this episode. Thank you so much, Eli, for your support. Our governor, Lord Toffee, and finally, thank you to our Wiggly Goat, Pure Glaceon. For more information about anything mentioned previously, check out the links in the episode description or contact us on Discord or Twitter. We are very active because we don't have lives. That's, that's only semi a joke for everybody out there. Uh, if you're interested in having a promo on the main show for your podcast, we'd love to help. All you have to do is send us an email or contact us on Twitter or Discord, and we'd be happy to discuss more. This is the last episode of this two-parter special episode. Next week, again, is the trailer for ARC 5, and then following that is the start of ARC 5, which I'm telling you right now, if you've thought we had weird shenanigans in previous ARCs, that is nothing compared to the latest episode we just recorded. Now, that's not going to happen for a couple of weeks slash months, but that episode, I'm, I'm highlighting that right here in this random special episode, that episode is wild. So, uh, be sure to check out ARC 5, the trailer, the episodes, all starting relatively soon. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, and until next time, everyone, thank you for your support, and take care.